You're listening to The Drink Special This week on Drink Specials with Friends Richard and I have invited Jasmine Bogle to the show Jasmine a mother of four, holding down a nine to five, playing a key pivotal role within top tier basketball organization, a non-for-profit group that is emerging within the greater Toronto area. Also a manager at Langsura, holding down the latest trends for all the ladies out there. She's a sneakerhead, just recently launched J Squared, her own uh, sneaker influencer movement. So many different hats. Jasmine's a hustler, and that's why we've invited her to the show. Talk to us about how she's holding it down, especially during the last, you know, year plus with COVID. Jasmine, we thank you for joining us. Welcome to Drink Special. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on tonight. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you on. You know, as we thought about this week's episode, we were excited, right? Because we have, you know, a new friend with us on Drink Specials with Friends, Jasmine Bogle, who uh, who wears many hats. You know, manager at Top Tier, manager at um, how do you pro- how do you pronounce it, Jess? The, uh, the so it's the... actually it means so it's Lang Sura, and the beginning um, is Lang, and the end is Sura. So it means pretty in Chinese, and then Sura, which means girl in Croatian. So it means pretty Ooh. girl. I like Pretty that. Girl. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. How do you, it's Langsura. That's how you say it? Yeah. Langsura. Langsura. What was the idea behind the name? So the owner is, um, she is Chinese and her husband is Croatian. And Joyce, who uh, owns Langsura, um, she is Chinese and her husband is Croatian. So that was the inspiration behind that. So it means pretty girl. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. I love it. See, Richard, we're always learning something new. Langsura. See, now now I have something new to say to my friends who are Croatian or uh, or uh, or Chinese, right? Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, but Jazz, before we get into all the you know all the work and all the questions, we do want to uh, get a little comfy with our, with our listeners, and we always start off every show with a little bit of a ritual. Mm-hmm. Jazz. What you drinking? I am drinking a Cab Sav red tonight. <laughs> Very nice. All right, Richard. I'm not even going to pretend to know what that is. So, Jazz, can you share? Can you share with me? Because honestly, I'm, I'm a very boring drinker. So, well, what is that? It's a Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's a red. Um, it's a deep red wine. Mm, oh gosh, I like that. I like the sounds of it. It's um, red wine makes you like sleepy. White wine makes you like hyper. So, if you're trying to like you know chill out and have like a nighttime wine, red is a nice nighttime wine. I feel yeah perfect with a with a meaty dinner too exactly uh, Richard w- yeah what are you drinking Richard well it's been a very very long week for myself so I I poured myself a scotch a very Ooh. large glass I have a Glenn Levitt 12 year old so I'm nursing it nice oh, excuse me Richard oh my goodness okay maybe I shouldn't go last because 
you two obviously set the stage. So, um, you know, Jazz, what's it called? I'm not sure if you've picked up on some of the latest shows, but I've been kind of traveling Ontario a little bit with, with local breweries, you know, trying to give it back to the different communities. So this week I'm drinking something from uh, a local brewer from Guelph, Ontario. It's the All Brothers Brewing Company. It's the Tropic Thunder Pale Ale. So it's I'm a beer drinker, Jazz. I, I don't really dip into the into the into the liquor like Richard or into the wine. Uh, I don't hate, but uh, it, I'm just uh, I'm just a beer drinker. But yeah, so big shout outs to uh, to the team at Brothers Brewing Company out in Guelph. Like yeah, cheers. cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. So Jazz, let's get into it. Easy question for you to start just so we can get to know you. But, you know, obviously Dave alluded to you wear many hats. Can you talk about what your brand is and, and kind of who is Jazz? I do wear many hats. I mean, my, my first and most important hat is definitely mom. Um, Amen. I have, Amen. Yeah, definitely most important. I have four amazing sons, boy, mom, all day. They're all incredible. They range in age. Like I have a son that's old to young, like they're all over. Um, so that would be obviously number one. Um, number two would be, so I do manage an online and a boutique store that's located in Port Credit called Langsura. As well, I manage Top Tier, which is a basketball organization, a nonprofit basketball organization uh, located in the Toronto area. And you know what? I, I full-time work as a medical assistant. Um, and then I'm an avid, I'm an avid sports lover. I love basketball. I have a huge place in my heart for baseball. So that's also a big thing for me. Yeah. And then I'm a huge sneakerhead, big tomboy. So during quarantine, I was like, you know what? Like, here's all my shoes kind of just sitting here and I should do something with them. You know what I mean? They're not going anywhere. Let's start doing something with them. So I, you know, obviously we all follow a bunch of people on Instagram that are influencers and stuff. And I was like, I can totally do this. So I started doing that which has been a lot of fun. It entertains you and keeps you busy and it gives you something to do. So I'm hoping to potentially take that somewhere. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. You know what? I love sneakers, but I don't really know anything about them. Like we have a good, <laughs> we have a good friend. We have a good friend who's, who always takes the time to, uh, to kind of walk us through, you know, the latest trend when, when it comes to sneakers, et cetera, et cetera. It's, first off, it's a lucrative industry. Oh my gosh, it is. Right? My younger brother, he he got into like the Jordans and, mm -hmm. and all the shoes. And I was like, yo, why are you wasting your money on all this stuff? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like it is a lot of money, but like at the same time, you're like, you know, I, I have a pair of UNC One Lows that I bought. I bought them about a year ago. They're now worth, like over four hundred dollars. Exactly. And I bought them for like one eighty. They increase in value. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what tri that's what trips me out, right? Because I asked him, and and then and he was getting married, and he was he was flipping them, right, to make a little money for a, nice. for those expenses. And I'm like, oh shoot, like you're making money off these used shoes. I'm like, okay. yeah. There's there's so many things in the sneaker world. Like there's there's everything from like your releases that are coming out, and now there's all these people who bought. So it's so hard to even get your hands on releases and then there's the resell like the whole resell side of it there's the whole women's not getting enough sizes as men's like there's a whole the sneaker world is a little bit crazy <laughs> i need to step up my game i think i bought my first pair of jordans well into my 30s so i have okay. some making up to do so i'm glad we have you to help educate us on that yeah for the, sure always jazz the sneaker coach yo that's the that, <laughs> that's that's the line right now jazz the sneaker coach honestly guys shoe contact before eye contact i can't believe i just heard the shoe <laughs> contact before eye contact i love it but jazz let, let me poke a little bit a little yeah. bit more on the the top tier right because that mm -hmm. 
that's really cool. So top tier basketball academy. Do I have that right? Uh, top tier top tier basketball organization. Yeah. Organization. My apologies. Ba- top tier basketball organization. This is non for profit. But can you can you walk us through the the top tier brand? What is it? What is your role? How did you get involved? All that fun stuff. Okay, so top tier is a youth basketball organization. Um, it is run by Andrew. He is the founder, um, and then there's myself, who's the manager, and there's Ashley, who is the director. It's basically like we all, so our two children have played basketball together for a long time and we're always traveling to the States, traveling to the States, going to different tournaments here and there. And we were just like, the the culture for basketball in Canada is so big right now. You have so many people, like you have your Elijah Fisher, you have all your Jamal Murray, you got all your guys that are playing in the NBA, you know, RJ Barrett, they're all coming out of Canada. Like we have the talent. So to put it all together and showcase that Canada has our own talent was just like, we wanted to do that. You know what I mean? Have a strong Canadian team um, to compete in the States as well as compete here. So uh, again, like I said, our boys have played together for a long time and uh, they were playing together with a different, uh, with Brothers Keepers last year and they were ranked number one. They came in champions in CYBL and they came in second overall in all of Ontario in their age group. And at that point, we kind of had an opportunity to start our own thing. Uh, Things happened and we had our own opportunity. We were like, hey, like, you know, Andrew was like, I really want to do my own thing. And I was like, I'm totally on board. Like, let's do it. And that's kind of how it got born. It was born during COVID, which was not like the greatest time, obviously, Uh, our championship. We ended up getting to do our OBA championship. And then the week later, the age group up from us they got canceled with COVID. So we were lucky to get in our championship game and end our season. But actually, you know what, COVID, we got to do a lot of stuff during COVID, which was good. We got to get a lot of stuff done um, and we got to get the boys outside. They practiced at Ontario Place. When they were practicing at Ontario Place, we were doing outdoor runs. They ended up meeting, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know who Mike Cabongo is. He's a Canadian basketballer. Like he, he has a, if you've ever listened to his story, it's a bit of a crazy story. So he went to Texas. Um, he was supposed to draft, like a whole bunch of stuff happened. So. The boys ended up meeting him at, uh, he ended up seeing the boys at Ontario Place and he was like, wow, like, like, I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get involved. So that was a great connection for us. We ended up doing Friday dry land training with him and his personal trainer. He kept with the boys for the whole summer, invited them all out to his camp. He's from uh, the Eastview area. And he held a camp and had the boys out there. We had Kayla Gray, who covered the whole thing on TSN. Really? Yeah, she covered the whole thing on TSN. She came out. She did a speech with the boys. We had Coach Drew from On Point Basketball was there as well. And the boys ended up being on TSN. It was a great weekend. All of their coaches were former athletes. So um, Pavel Barber was one of their coaches. We had... um, Greg Morris, who's a CFL champion, was one of their coaches. So we had a bunch of people. Like, it was a great experience for the kids. Wow. The kids yeah. got exposed to a oh, lot yeah. of great athletes. Yeah. So it started during COVID. But, I mean, we ended up, because we were allowed to be outside, it ended up being not bad. Yeah. So how many age groups uh, of teams does Top Tier have? Right now, um, we're working with our age group, which is 2010. We're working also with 2009. Um, and obviously because of COVID, we had so many inquiries and like just people like, Hey, I want to bring my son out or I want to bring my daughter out. Um, Ashley, the director, 
she has a huge passion for women's basketball. And um, so she actually just did a clinic with uh, competitive sports before everything shut down, an all-girls clinic. So we had a lot of people reaching out constantly, but obviously right now there's not much we can do. Like we can't really hold runs or anything like that. So we're kind of, we're a little bit on pause. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, I'm a huge advocate of youth sports. I I think I mentioned earlier, I played hockey growing up. Um, I came up through the Toronto hockey hockey system. So, you know, my boys are going to play, you know, organized sports uh, when they're old enough. But why do you think, youth basketball is such a important thing for, for, for youth in the community. I think that like, obviously basketball is our sport, but I think any sport is extremely important for children in the community, not only because like, there's so many things like it starts out with parents who work and don't have, you know, they're not home after school. It's a sense of family. It's keeping boys, especially it's keeping them busy, right? You don't want to leave them with all this free time. It gives them a brotherhood. It gives them other families, like through these youth sports, like there's times when I can't bring, you know, Nicholas to basketball and I have to call another parent to bring him. And it just brings you, it gives them such a sense of family. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's a big support system and it's great for them because it puts them on a focus. So, you know, like if you're 15 years old and your boys are like, let's go hang out and do this. You're like, no, sorry, I have ball. You know what I mean? Like if you're committed, it's keeping you very focused. It also opens up a lot of avenues educationally, right? Like if you, you can put yourself through school with it, you can end up in the States if you want, or you can, we now in Canada, well, in Ontario, we have a prep school in every city now. So in Mississauga, you have St. Martin's has turned into a prep program. In Brampton, you have Turner Fenton has turned into a prep program. Orangeville has their own program. So you have all these programs now that are opened up to kids. So there's so many opportunities for them to either put themselves through school or just to give them something, you know, during those rough times. Like growing up as a man is not easy or as a female. No, I love it. So the discipline they get, the sense of family and community that that comes with uh, basketball and and just getting involved into organized sports. I absolutely believe it. You know, I have also, you know, young kids, a little boy and a little girl. Actually, my son, D, and I'm probably one of the parents, Jess, that has been poking top tier. I'm like, hey, when are you guys going to open up for the little kids? And I (laughs) I think Ashley mentioned it to me because I was telling her about it. And she's like, oh, she's like, he's been asking about ball. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because well, because you know, I, I, I get, I get my son to watch the Raptors games with me when, uh, when, when he How can. Old's your little guy. He just turned six. Nice. He's, he's, so Nikki he's... started. My son started at six. He was the littlest little thing. Like, but yeah, perfect age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and you know, he may love it. He may not like it. You know, who knows? It just we just want to get him in. Exactly. We want to get you know him exposed. What? Like with my boys, like like I have two of them that play sports. So one plays baseball, one plays basketball. The oldest and the youngest have no interest in sports. I put them in every sport when they were little, you know, in that little age between like four and like seven, I let them try everything. And if they yeah. stuck with something, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. It's like, you know, you give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And obviously during COVID, it's a little difficult to uh, get them as much as involved as we want them to. But, you know, you know, we're going to get past this together sure. and uh, and I will poke. I will poke you and Ashley yeah. just to see when the next I run is. Right? Like, honestly, absolutely. I, I'm hoping that we can get outdoors last year in September. We held this amazing event uh, in, with Battle 416 where we did an outdoor three-on-three tournament, um, and it was great. And so I would really like to have a three-on-three league running on the weekends with the kids there. It's an outdoor court uh, near Yorkdale, 
Battle 416 does a lot of really great things. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they do great stuff. They have a really nice little outdoor court there. And so I would love to get something going. Even if we can get outside, it would be nice. That would be a dream. Absolutely. Yeah. Back to normal. Kids are out there playing, you know, so we absolutely need to get there. But yeah, uh, they're bored right now. <laughs> what's they're it, what's driving it? us nuts. You know, especially tonight, the, the Jays are not playing. The yeah. Raptors aren't playing. Oh, the Leafs are playing. Sorry, Richard. Richard's a massive hockey guy, of course. That's his the one thing but... I've never gotten into. Like, I could, if you want me to go to a live game all day, I'd go to a live game, but it's not something I've ever really gotten into. It's okay, you, you... you know. I will... <laughs> Playoff, you know, jump on the wagon. We're, you know, we're making a nice run, so it's okay. That's what I miss the most is live games. Like you know, you're home over yeah. a hot dog. Like, like yeah. the live games. Why can't we do that anymore? I miss Jays games. I yeah. miss Jays, and it's well, so it's it's so weird watching the Jays because well, when they were playing Texas, they're in front of forty thousand, right? And then yeah. it's like, oh, we can't even get them in their own park. Yeah. It's you not know? the same. Like when, even when I travel with my son for basketball and whatnot, every time we go to a tournament, we always make time to hit a stadium in whatever state we're in. So we were in the, we were in the LeBron James tournament a couple of years ago and they got, um, they got bumped out of the tournament early and it was Sunday and it was game seven. And I was like, you want to go watch game seven? So we ended up watching game seven in Cleveland and we had a great time. Like we always make time to just, you know, experience it. I love the Cleveland drive too. It's like so simple. Man, it's nice to go to other venues and atmospheres just to see. Yeah, yeah. So, Cleveland's baseball stadium has the best food around. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh, yeah, they have the best food. I could just eat all day there. I'm like, what? I'm just gonna stay here and eat. Okay, so so off script. Okay, because you're 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 a baseball fan. Yeah. Where do you rate the Rogers Center, the Sky Dome, from a baseball field perspective? I wouldn't rate us the highest. Like, I really wouldn't. Like, I love our stadium and I love that we have the dome and that it opens and closes and that's great. But, like, culture and food-wise, like, it's not the same. My favorite would probably be, it would probably be Fenway, obviously. Because just, like, coming in, it's, like, insane. Thank you, Jazz. Like, just walking in and, like, the food there is great. But what's the good there is the history. Like, you know you're, like, you're you're there you know what i mean like this is like a moment how much has happened here it's but, not um, like new and like shiny like i like that it's old yeah yeah no yeah. you're 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 right i think richard and i are on the same page shapiro if you're listening you gotta tear, <laughs> tear down that stadium let's build a new one i'm tired of the rogers center it's, it's just, just like cold it's, like it's, it's not it's yes it's cold it's concrete no, i just feel like vibe like it's not i don't know it's weird yeah it's like weird. and the, our food is not the greatest either like i'm telling you after i went to cleveland i'm like what is rogers center doing for us right now like exactly. what are you offering you guys have hot dogs and normal stuff like other stadiums just have so much more i just i just find there's like parties going out at, di- at different stadiums like not oh, everywhere because yeah. obviously there's some people there that peaceful time and want to watch the yeah. game and write down their stats which is beautiful but like I just, especially Cleveland, I just there's like there's pockets of parties happening oh, everywhere. Yeah. Marlins so has, has a nightclub, indoor nightclub with a DJ in left field. Where? What? Where? Really? Stadium in Miami. Where else? Would oh, Marlins oh. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I missed that one. I was supposed to go to that one, and I didn't end up going. They, I think they also went to go watch the Dolphins play that weekend too, and I didn't go because they put football and baseball. Like they'll try and fit everything into one weekend. You yeah. have to. You yeah. have to. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Honestly, it's, but that's, yeah, that's the part is like, the, we don't have a party here. We just kind of roll up and then we all go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. 
Jazz, I think you I think you kind of talked to this a little, right? And when we think of, you know, the youth program that you're involved in with Top Tier, what are some favorite milestones as you reflect back? I know you said it's a newer program. You know, you guys are really just getting your feet wet and obviously the pandemic took over. Mm-hmm. What are some of those favorite key moments that come to mind when you think of the work that you guys have done? One of the, obviously one of them, which I touched on, was the Battle 416. It was just a great event. Like it was an outdoor event. We had a whole bunch of teams register. Um, we, we did shirts for all the boys. Like every team was a different color. Uh, we had a DJ, we had little vendors set up. Like it was just such a good vibe. People were talking about it for weeks afterwards. We had photographers, like it was just a great, it was kind of like our coming out party. So it was like, here we are, this is who we are. This is what we're trying to do. And then we went into lockdown like a week later. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that to me, that was very near and dear to me. Uh, the, you know, Battle 416 is run by a close family friend, uh, Richie. And so it was very, like we worked hard on it. We put a lot into it and the boys had a terrific time. Like our boys were keeping score on different courts. Like it was just outside. It was a whole vibe. And I would just love to, you know, continue that. That's love great. It. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so one question I have a little bit off script. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's bringing me back to kind of my childhood and youth sports, but mm-hmm. you know, I remember, you know, and now that I'm a father, obviously I have a different perspective. But you know, these coaches and you know their volunteers, they're they're really shaping you know our kids' lives in a sense of um, coaching Definitely. them not only not only for sports, but giving them you know strength and a mindset mm-hmm. and um their views on things and really pushing mm-hmm. them so i i remember you know great coaches i had at, at you know 11 12 13 years old that i still remember and i take a lot of those tools that they taught me into my kind of everyday life life, life you know life. when you get old in life things get taken from you i mean that's 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 part of life but you only learn that when you start losing stuff, you find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. (laughs) On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the difference between winning and losing. Like what, you know, are the coaches at top tier? Like what makes them kind of different uh, than some of the other coaches your kids may have been coached by? So, I mean, I, I mentioned I have a son who plays baseball. Um, I have Nicholas who's, you know, he's traveled. Nicholas, he played on an American team. Like, so I've seen coaches from all across. American coaches, side note, are crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, we've had all different types of coaching styles and, you know, like it's it's all about 
making a child feel secure. Okay. So a secure that you believe in them. Okay. You know that you believe in them. And it's also like, it's like, even as a parent, right. You have crazy parents who are in the stands yelling and screaming. And I, I'm not even going to lie. When he first started playing ball, I was like that. Like I was that mom that you could hear over everybody, (laughs) but it's like you learn. And, and as a coach, you know, like you, you have to put that confidence in them. Like I trust you in what you're going to do. So I know you're going to make the right move. And if at the last minute they decide to pass the ball or run a play that you didn't tell them to run, you you're confident in that. And they're, they know that you are. So they're okay to play that way. Do you know what I mean? Confidence is such key. And it's also like when you lose, how are you handling that lose? How are you speaking to them about the loss? How are you making them feel about the loss? You always have to, you know, you you give the good with the bad, you know, losses happen. It's like, it's all about instilling that, that confidence in them. And, and it's a respect as well, right? Like they have to feel like they can come to you with things and that you're open to speak to them openly about things. Yeah. So that they can't, they don't feel like, oh, you're going to yell at me. Like, that's a big thing that, you know, I I'm, I know there's coaches who yell and I know those coaches, you know, they do great and that's great. And there's times as a coach where you're going to yell, but like my son, I know, and a lot of other kids like that, that's not going to help them. That's just going to break them right. down. So, right. I mean, you know, coach Andrew is fantastic with that. The boys have a great relationship with him. He's always instilling confidence in them and giving them, you know, like, he, they know that he knows I know what you're doing and I believe in you and that's bottom line. And when it comes down to coming off court, you know, whether we lost or we didn't, it's always a good conversation. It's never, you know, a yelling or a negative situation. So that's it's really, it's really answer. important. That's amazing. Cause you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you want your kid to have fun, perform well, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of intangible tools that need to be learned through, through sports and coaches have a huge part of that. So yeah. And I think that a lot of coaches don't realize that, right? Like, yeah, we're all here for our kids. to. Oh, we all want our kids to go to the NBA or the MLB. Like we all want that. Sure. But at the end of the day, like they're still kids. Yeah. They're not Mm -hmm. like adults. And you need to remember that because the competitive world is insane. Like I said, especially when you go to the States, like in the States you have like, Oh my gosh, it's insane. So when you played in Indiana, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And so it's just like, you, it's crazy. So you want that, you know what I mean? You want to be able to have that, that calm and like, just not have that whole like crazy aspect, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry. It's a business, but regardless of the age that the players are and the players are kind of, kind of like, if you look at an operating model, kind of the employees, right. Right. So, right. So um, to your point, sometimes, you know, you can't yell at your employees, right. You You also have a different type of child, right? Like I've learned this through being around athletes now and just seeing it. It's that you have your kid who's there because he's good and you know because he he his parents want to put him in or whatever it keeps his time busy and he's good but he doesn't put that forth effort and then you have the kid who's not so good but tries really really hard you know what i mean and then you have the kid who just loves it like feeds on it like eats sleeps and breathes it so you really have to cater yourself as a coach to the type of player that you're mm-hmm. you know you're coaching and that's a skill for a coach yeah. so that's yeah that's yeah, amazing for sure so let's uh maybe let's get your opinion on um 
on our professional team, right? <laughs> on the on the on the Toronto Raptors. And I say our because I'm assuming Jazz, you're a Raptors fan. I, I a, am. Okay. I am a fan of all my own teams. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fair. Right. Yeah. Uh cause because I know there's a few people out there for some odd reason. They 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 live in they live in the, the GTA, but they're not Raptors fans, which is confusing to me. But oh, I'm yeah. I'm ha- I'm ha- liking the Lakers these days. I'm not talking to him. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. But um although I am a LeBron fan, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's a whole that other is, topic. Honestly, I could talk about that for days too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um Okay, so you're a Raptors fan. Do you have a favorite Raptors me- moment or memory? I'm not gonna lie. So I, I am, I am a Raptors fan. I definitely am. I mean, obviously, the Kawhi moment that happened was incredible. Incredible. And it's a zen for Philadelphia. Gasol will inbound. Siakam back in. Got to be aware of the inbounder here if you're Philly. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? We were actually supposed to be at that game and we didn't end up going. And then after it happened, I was like, oh, my God, why didn't we go? But it was just like, oh, we didn't end up going. Um, but for me, it's like it's, it's I love live sports. And so I'm not going to lie this season like this, this whole like bubble basketball is just like it's not as entertaining to me. It's not like I would we would go to Raptors games all the time. I would take the kids. I would go on my own, me and my girlfriends. We, it's just the vibe, right? It's a whole experience. Um so I would say like I that the Kawhi moment, but I'm more like if you're asking me, like me ball was like Grant Hill, Allen Iverson, Vince yes. Carter, like back in the day ball, like Kobe, uh, huge, huge, huge fan. Um, and so yeah, I'm more of like an old school basketball girl, I guess you would say. <laughs> I love it. Hey, yeah. that's when uh, that's when they let the boys play a little more than they yeah. are. I mean, and again, that's a whole other topic. But there's whistles twenty four seven now, and yeah. you can't you can't Honestly. breathe you can't breathe on the next uh, guy. But ninety three point attempts a game now. Oh my gosh, I know it's just it's a different, different game right now. It is. We're from the same generation of basketball, but like it, for, to me, basketball is Patrick Ewing sweating all over a guy, right? Yeah. And like dripping <laughs> dripping sweat like crazy yeah. on the next man and then dunking on them right like that's basketball we have these like feuds in my house all the time so it's like was mj you know the mj and lebron feud like who was better and i'm always like older basketball is better what are you guys talking about and that it's honestly it's constantly a feud in my house whoa 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 whoa, whoa. okay so we're not we're not gonna start that feud here hold on but i just want to understand no i just want to understand here are you are you saying that MJ is still the GOAT, even I, though LeBron has even though okay, LeBron okay. has done what he's done. Before I give this answer, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm just not. Um, I think that what he does athletically is amazing. I, you can't contest what he does athletically. It is incredible. I don't know. I'm not a fan of his person, I guess. Um, okay, that's fair. And so I never deny what he does. Athletically, he has all of his accolades. Uh, I think it's just Jordan's mentality. Jordan, Kobe mentality, 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 mentality. What are the similarities between you and Mike? And then what are the biggest differences? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think we're both cursed with the, the obsession of... Uh, of trying to be the best that we can, you know, to, uh, 
it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. I think we're both very similar in that regard. regard. I don't want to get off topic on this, but yes, this is, again, this is another episode. (laughs) But but has LeBron always had some of the top players on his team? Yeah, like they bought the Miami team in my opinion. No, but but Jordan, Jordan... Jordan did not have scrubs, though. He did not have scrubs. He didn't have scrubs, but, like, Jordan had What are we talking about? Go get Jordan Rodman because he was party. partying, like... Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> okay, listen, okay, listen. we'll do this here, another No, here, here, here's, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Are athletes today now bigger, stronger, faster, smarter than they were 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 20 years ago? Is it a yes or no? I'm just... 100%. Yes. It's a yes. So then, but so, this, so, to well, me, also goes back to... This, to me, also goes back to the same thing, right? You have your players that play, play well, they enjoy the game, they play it, they live it up, right? And then you have your players that eat, breathe, and sleep it. I don't think that everyone in the NBA does that right now. There are only a select few players that are born with that mentality, whether you want to call it the Mamba mentality or whatever you want to call it. That's a different kind of basketball, the way they play completely that's, which lebron lebron has that i would i would assume by the way he plays he's he's like that that's fair you're right richard you're right richard we can go on all night <laughs> right let's let, let's yeah. let's bring let's bring let's bring our friends back jazz jazz our new friend to the show and a few other <laughs> a few other ball heads just to just to duke this one out just because yeah uh, for sure so i mean i i i've spoken about this numerous times you know we're we've been spoiled as raptor fans over the last mm-hmm. Know, several years um obviously we're in a bit of a transitional period right now what what are your thoughts on on you know the 2020 2021 raptors i think i agree with you we're in a transitional period like we're kind of like a rebuild Kawhi left and it was kind of like okay what now like and last season we had a good season and it was great and you know everyone was still i think riding on that championship wave um and you know we thought that we could get there but we didn't quite make it and I think we're in like a rebuild state so we got to build back up and I think we also need to like we need to look at like we have Canadian talent Toronto talent uh, but we need to look at that as well right like we have a lot of talent coming out of here I think I want to see the Raptors have more Canadian players on there I love that comment that's so yeah true. and uh, I think we we should we should do that like I look I know you're not a hockey fan but switching back to hockey like yeah the Montreal Canadiens always have a bunch of Quebec-born players on their team. Yeah. And they could choose from any hockey players in the world, but they always carry a bunch of Quebec-born players. It's, so It's it'd be a nice different for feeling for the fans. It's a different feeling. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's completely different than when you're watching from other. When it's coming from home, it, it would just feel nice. I think it would build the fan base even more. I think that people would be more you know, uh, focused and more intense and more like if you were cheering for your own, you know what I mean? Guy who grew up here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so we'll see what, we'll see what happens, but, um, I, I do have one more question on this year. Mm-hmm. Jazz, should we have traded Lowry? <laughs> uh, I think personally that Lowry's time here is done. <laughs> no, I agree That's with you. I, I think so. Yeah. Like it's, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with it. I think we can all agree we all love Lowry. Um and we all it's love like, Masai, but there's a why there. Like why is he still yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> it's an emotional connection for us, I think, more than yeah. anything. It's like, you know, like you know you it's gotta go, but like you just can't let it go. 
yeah. But I think definitely, like, like I said, we need to rebuild with like young guys. We need to get some, you know, like we always, I feel like we always get passed over with like. Right. No, I hear you, but you know, we'll see what happens. They still believe in the in the in the yeah. front office. They've uh, they've delivered a chip, right? And yeah, you know. We can I, I hope I, I yeah i hope we're gonna see more in our lifetime but i can say that i, I saw a championship in toronto right exactly and, right so nothing uh, beats that like the parade everything everything about it we got to do it which is incredible but i'd love to do it again 100 100 percent. maybe we can get back to you know talking about jazz richard right because i know we went off topic <laughs> and talked about sports and all that stuff, which i love right it was good energy uh but can we talk a little bit about some that other hat that you're wearing? So you know you play a pivotal role at the uh, at, and I'm gonna butcher this, so please <laughs> correct me because you you taught us Lang Lang Sangura no Lang Sura is it <laughs> yeah, Lang Sura yeah Lang Sura. Um, can you talk to us about your role there? What you do there? I know you do uh, you know do a lot of social media for them as well. Mm-hmm. So can you talk mm-hmm. can you talk to uh, to that uh, part of your life? So Langsura started, well, I started with Langsura uh, way back in the beginning. Um, Joyce is also someone who wears many hats and she started Langsura as, we started out as a pop-up shop. So we would do pop-ups in people's houses. Like we would come to your house and do like a little party. We'd drag racks with us in clothes and it would be like a fun girls night. Um, And then we transitioned into an online uh, store. And then uh, from that we grew immensely and then we had a storefront on Adelaide in Toronto Um, and then it was kind of like she's in Oakville I'm all the way out here it was a bit of a drive for us so we thought you know what maybe we'll just focus on the online because our online presence is great Um, so we picked up a space in Port Credit and we were in the back so it was essentially going to be like a headquarters like we were just going to ship out orders and do that sort of thing and just try and be more like uh, an online presence as opposed to a storefront. Um, and then during COVID, we're in a store with two lovely ladies. Um, one is paper decorum and she does invites. And then another lady, um, she does all painting and stuff like that. So we were in with other talented women um, in a studio called Pixie Blue Studio in, Tro- in Port Credit. Um, and then when COVID came, unfortunately, you know, the invitations, uh, paper decorum, she could go online. So she was like, I'm just going to take it online. And we ended up taking over the front of the store. So now we're again a storefront, which is great. Um, we are a mix of things. So we're, we typically buy from uh, New York, LA, we buy from Montreal, we buy from Canadian brands, we'll carry local brands as well. Um, so it's kind of just a mix. We're, we're definitely buyers um, and it's a mix of what we like and we hope everyone else likes it too kind of vibe. And we, we have great, great customers They've been fantastic through COVID, um, and it's been really good. That's amazing. So, I mean, yeah. a couple questions on the shop. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, are you guys still doing the the in-home pop-up shops? Uh, we don't do it often, but, like, if someone asks us, we're always down to do it. It's kind of like a reminiscent, you know, time for us. I so, we're like, yeah, for sure. That's such a cool idea. What yeah, is it? What's fun. an in-home? What, what is it? Sorry, I don't so even know what that we is. We would bring, we would, so we would do a pop-up shop in your home. So say you wanted to have a, you wanted to have a bunch of your girlfriends over, which we can't do right now, but when you can have a bunch of your girlfriends over, you would have a little party, you would have wine, cheese, whatever. And then we would bring like three racks of clothes and you would, you would shop with your friends. Yo, I love that. Yeah. At your house. So yeah, we have that- some ladies that live a little farther out that like to do that, that can't come in. They live, you know, uh, whether it's just farther out up north and stuff so we do it for them 
And then sometimes we'll do pop-ups in other stores. Like we've done them in West Elm and Toronto, stuff like that. But now that we have our own store, we also like host it. Like if small businesses want to come in and, you know, if they want to have a rack or they want to do an event with us, we'll let them come in. Like it's all about building everyone up, right? Like small businesses doing stuff together. Like we're very... We're very supportive in that way, like women supporting women. So I, I yeah. have I have a tough question for you now. Okay. So, you know, let's call him Jason. You know, Jason loves to spoil his girlfriend. He wants to bring Jason <laughs> to your shop. Mm-hmm. Or Jason wants to bring his girl to your shop. Okay. Can Jason be like, babe, go nuts, get anything you want? Or is it like, or Jason saying, babe, pick out one item and then we're going to go. What are you getting to, Richard? Are yeah, you, are what's you, the question? Are you getting to the pricing? Is that what we're getting to? <laughs> Is that what we're getting to? He wants to. Know, he wants to know. Can Richard go in there, or do you need to have like, you know, uh, oh, you know, no, VIP no, 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 status? No. Okay, so Richard can come in, and Richard can let his girl shop. We try and keep things. Like, to be honest with you, like everything is pretty much, I would say, like we do have pieces that are at the $100 mark, but everything I would say is pretty much under there. Like it's all very affordable. Um, And what's great about it is, is that these are things that everybody's not going to have. We don't carry a lot of things. So we're not like a big box store where we're ordering hundreds of an item. We literally carry one size range. And once it's gone, like sometimes we'll reorder it back, but typically once it's gone, it's gone. So, you know, you're the only one getting that. And as it's being imported from wherever, which is what there was a lack of, like shipping online for women is just like, if we want to buy from the States, even for men, you know, you guys want to grab something from new era or you want to grab a Jersey, you're spending like 30 bucks for shipping, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the whole thing too. So Jason could let his girlfriend go nuts and get many items from the shop. He could. He could, okay. definitely. Okay. And he would get lots of like, there's lots of little things. He would be supporting locally. Can, can I ask, <laughs> will, will, will there be anything for Jason to try on in the future? I, I think it's uh, only women's right now. but Yeah, it's all women's. Uh, we've never dabbled on the guy's side, to be honest with you. It's funny because I, I take my teenage son with me to work um, and he comes and helps me in the back and stuff sometimes. And he was actually saying that the other day. He's like, you guys should have like a branch off like a, a, a like streetwear line and i was like oh okay (laughs) so maybe one day who knows yeah i think it's a great idea we'll see yeah there's just different like you have different people right like different styles and stuff um but yeah potentially who knows who knows switching gears a little bit again but back Mm -hmm. to the to the sneaker game Mm -hmm. um you know as an uneducated sneaker head (laughs) and you know say i i was hey I'm, i'm ready to invest in one pair of sneakers what is that pair of sneakers i should oh what's the first pair i mean if you're gonna buy one pair of sneakers for yourself that you want to wear with like everything i'm gonna go with a jordan one you would have to pick a jordan one high obviously we're not going mid and whoa, whoa. what does that mean high. hold on hold on why, why can't you go mid <laughs> come on you go mid. it's either you're going low or you're going high that's it i mean everyone buys mids but it's like it's a it's a joke in the sneaker game, right? Like, ew, man. What? It's yeah. how high how high it goes yeah. up your ankle, right? It's high, how no, high no. it goes up your ankle. So the mid comes literally right mid bone. 
and then the high comes above it. And so it's just not really a nice cut. Really? I'm a firm believer in like, you need a sneaker for like everything, right? So you need a sneaker that you're rocking for like, say the gym or running errands, which to me is like a Vapor Max or something like that. Vapor Maxes are definitely high up on my list. And then you need a shoe that you're wearing with your jeans that, you know, your cool shoe, which would definitely be a Jordan 1. And then you need like just a slip-on shoe, which I'm still a fan of Vans always. So you always got to have or a pair of Air Force Ones or whatnot. Okay. Yeah. yeah sneakers but are you, such so, a fun thing. But like when you're buying sneakers, right? So let's mm-hmm. say, you know, oh, okay, I'm going to go buy sneakers. Is the thinking that you have, you're going to wear them or that you're just going to store them? Because I, I wear like, all. That's where I'm torn. I personally wear all my sneakers. I know lots of people like that, that just buy them and keep them and don't wear them. Um, like I said, my, my son wears them and he walks in this weird way because he can't put creases in them. I'm not doing that. Like, I really don't care. I'm watching him walk and I'm like, can you just like, bend your foot? Like, what's happening? Just bend them. Yeah, just bend your feet. And then they go back in his room in like this display cubby and he keeps them there. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Me, I'm wearing my sneakers. Like I'm wearing them always. They do go back in their boxes, you know, and neatly put away, but I'm definitely buying them to wear. I'm not, I'm personally, like, I'm not in, there's sneakers that I have bought that I don't like that I end up selling, but I never sell them for like an astronomical amount. I'm always very fair with it. And I'm not here to make money. Like I, this is like a huge thing, right? Like I'm sure you've heard of the Nike scandal that just recently happened. Um, And there's lots of, you know, all these botters buying and selling them. Like it shouldn't be like that. Like there's people who just genuinely love sneakers and you should be able to get your sneakers at retail. Like it's become such a lucrative business that there's sneakers. Like you go on Foot Locker, say, you know, the the fours are releasing, the University Blue Fours are releasing. You are not even going to be able to get on the Foot Locker website to even like, you're going to be still in the waiting room. And by the time you get there, the bots have bought them all and they're gone. So it's like, like, it's, it's so disappointing. I was up at five. 545 this morning to get these Jordan ones um, by Eulalie May. Uh, she did a collab. I was up at 545 a.m. Like literally had an alarm set, tried to get them. I, I didn't get them. Needless to say, I did not get them, but they were gone. So it's, like, it's really hard. It's not a joke. And it's expensive. Like even your kids who like when you're when your son grows up and your kids grow up, it's not cheap at all. And the bigger their feet are, the worse it is. And so when they want to shoot for Christmas, like, you know, the 11s always come out around Christmas and you're buying them at aftermarket prices, like at, at reseller prices, you're, you're paying a fortune. Um, so if you buy it off resale, right? Because yeah. a friend of mine who I work with, he has a guy that he buys, mm-hmm. his, he buys his Yeezys off of, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, yo, but how do you know if they're real? Like you, you, like you expect them, like you know which... You know, there's a, so usually when you're buying from resale, there's a thing called Legit Check. It's a website. Oh, and okay. you take pictures of them. So you ask them to send you pictures and then you upload them and they'll tell you whether your shoes are real or not. Like there's very clear indicators. So if you're concerned with that, you can do that. But I'm always nervous of that. Like that's happened. You know what I mean? It happens all the time to people. So wow. I'm always really nervous. Cool. My Legit. Yeezys, I ended up winning on a raffle, which was amazing. I was like, thank you. Retail price. <laughs> I didn't have to pay a fortune, but yeah, it's, it's serious. It's a serious game. Definitely. And I mean, it's like, it's an addiction. Like it's that whole, like, you know, you get up at five forty-five to get a shoe and you're so excited. And then it's like, if you get them, you're on like this, like high, like it's like a natural, like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. And you're just spending money. <laughs> it's just is, ridiculous. Is there, a, is there like a, 
like a cleaning ritual with 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 your shoes or like at the end of the so, night or at the end of the week like there's no, a there's so a, I have I I'm lucky um to have Isaiah who is uh he owns a company called iCustoms and he is he's he does like custom sneakers and he cleans them and he deals with all that for me so if I need my sneakers clean I'm just here Isaiah can you clean these for me and he does it and he charges a great price and he does like a deep clean and they're back to brand new Mind you, when I come home, they're getting wiped off and cleaned and whatnot before they're being put away. But I, I personally don't clean them anymore. I used to when I was younger with like a toothbrush and, you know, sit there. Yeah. <laughs> but not anymore. It's, it, it's it, crucial to keeping them proper. And I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I missed this. And who is Isaiah? Isaiah Wilson. He owns a company called iCustoms um, and he does custom sneakers so he'll do custom designs on your sneakers and then he also does cleaning and restoring yeah i like that cleaning yeah. and restoring i mean don't get me wrong i like the designs right and I, and I see more and more toronto designers coming out with like their own take on on different yeah. shoes which which is so creative um but the cleaning yeah, aspect it's like, great that's... and so you could give him a shoe that you've had for five six years and you've mangled them and he will bring them right back to life like touch up the colors everything so it's great wow the restoring yeah. of sneakers richard i did not know that that really? is yeah i don't i, I don't know I throw, I throw a pairs of sneakers every year i might have yeah. oh, guys. I, I throw out sneakers all the time like all the oh, time no don't do that especially ones from like back in the day like some of yes. them back in the day if you can restore them they're worth so much money like originals are worth like so jordan will re-release you know the 11s like from 10 years ago or like i got the fire reds um this year when they came out and they were from back in the 80s i think it was 89 don't quote me on that but it's one of those years i think it was 89 and when they came back out this year yeah it's the new one but if you have the original one that is nothing compared to the new one you know what i mean even if oh it's a little banged God. up it's like I'm a so baseball upset. card it's the same thing yeah, I'm so upset because honestly, because <laughs> I love all brands, but I've always leaned towards Nikes, right? Yeah. Definitely. And uh, based off what I've been learning on the, in the last hour, I could have restored them. Damn. You can restore them. You can keep them. I mean, just hang on to them. And there's always ways. Like, say you have a pair of sneakers and you're not so sure. Like, just pop on StockX and see like how much is it selling for. You can see there how much your size is reselling for. And then, you know, like if it's worth something or it's not worth something, like if it's a just chuck it, like if it's a regular, you know, like your day to day shoe, typically it's a chuck it, but you can still make like a couple bucks. Like there's always people on Facebook marketplace or, you know, places like that Kijiji that are looking for certain shoes. Like even if you make 40 bucks off them, if you're just going to throw them, you may yeah. as well. But yeah, StockX is great for that. Like typically if I if I have a shoe or I'm looking at something, I'll always pop on there and check the price. Like how much is it reselling for? How much is it worth? Is it worth buying it? Is it not? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm actually browsing through the iCustoms Instagram. Richard, yeah. I'll send this to you after. But it's, yeah, I it's started really his cool. in high school. He started in high school and he um he's done great with it. He's now done university almost and uh it's carried through. He's always really busy. He does a great job. Um and yeah, it's a great business. It's a great it's like like I said, we're not we can't deep clean and he really can get your sneakers back to how they were. Damn. Love it. We we, we got to talk to Isaiah on the show soon, Richard. Yeah, reach for out sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess to wrap wrap mm -hmm. things up, what what is next for Jazz? Like what what's on the horizon? 
what are you focusing on? What's what's next in your world? Uh, right now, so as I mentioned, I, I'm trying to build my Instagram following. I'm trying to do that. I, we also have JW Squared, which is um, myself and another Jasmine. And we uh, we just both decided, you know, to have some fun with it. And so I really want to see, to be honest with you, where I can take this. Like, I, I, I've had... Um, nike comment and repost uh, you know in their app and on their page and whatnot so i mean ideally a girl just wants to be sponsored and get hooked up with free sneakers but <laughs> we'll yes. if you throw that out into the world you never know what happens it's could exactly. happen. and it... with i mean that's that's that whole end i, I want to try and do that and you know the kids chirp me and you know you're you're the boys always chirp me on instagram and whatnot but they're great and like when it comes to Langsura, we would just like we just want to open again and see our customers and like we haven't really gotten to explore the port credit either and so i just want to you know like port credit community is fantastic people there are fantastic from what we've seen so far and so we'd love to get that rolling and when it comes to top tier we would we just want to get back on the court uh we want to travel obviously and and just get a good solid canadian team happening um and just showcase our Canadian players and really just what they can do and have like a good sense of community for the kids and, and for the boys to just feel like they have a good sense of brotherhood and family. That's fantastic. Yeah. Very, very well said, Jazz. Well, again, thank you so much. And actually, before we sign off, can you let everyone know where to follow you? So on Instagram, we're at Jazz Bogle. That's my personal page. So, and then for top tier, it's at Toronto Top Tier. Langsura is at Shop Langsura. And um, yeah, that's where you can find me. You'll, you'll see me on Langsura. Uh, unfortunately, no, I, I take most of the pictures for the stock and stuff. So I'm often on there, uh, doing all that fun stuff, but yeah, you can find us all through there and hopefully, I mean, I know times are tough right now, but we'll get through it. And I think it's just important to stay focused on that stuff and keep a positive attitude about it and we'll get through it all. Exactly. And you know, I, I, I can't wait for Jason to visit, uh, Langsura when it reopens <laughs> and, uh, I will I will visit as well and and make sure my wife uh, comes and picks up some items because yeah uh, for sure I'm excited for that we are doing curbside pickup right now just to throw that out there so cool. you know you can shop online you can pop through and do a curbside pickup if you do want to shop you can also do a FaceTime session with me and I'll help you pick out outfits and try stuff on for you so options are still out there and uh yeah like i said it's all it's all right now we're all adjusting to the pandemic like with top tier we're doing zoom classes um so if that's something you're interested in you can always hop on the instagram and check that out so it's just about learning to adjust right now right we're in an adjustment period of life and you kind of got to go with the go with the flow yeah you gotta adapt exactly love exactly. it Lo love it so again thank you so much guys for joining us again for uh for those listeners out there you know that have been following our journey we like to have hustlers on the show with us jazz is absolutely a hustler big ups to to like shops like sura to j square to uh, toronto top tier and, and big ups to jazz so thank you again thank and you you know, we're rooting for you and, and I'm sure our paths are going to cross. If we yeah. have uh, future top tiers talent coming your way with Richard and I and our kids, maybe you never know. So, uh, so we have uh, lots to go on. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent just, and, uh, we're going to, we're going to post all of your information, all of your contact information on our page so people can get at you and, you know, what's it called? Talk to you about all the different things that, uh, that you kind of talked to us today on the show about. 
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Peace.